At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. So tell me, can you look me in the eyes? Oh, where, oh, where could my marky be? Chash Cats Podcast, Rick. Mark, Dan, no, not Mark. Where Fuck are that you, Mark? Here. Where? You're here? Hey. No, he's not here. He's not here. It's me, we it's you. Are. We're here. It's just you and me. Me and you. Yeah. You and me. Hey. You know. It's just how it all started. I know. Went to a party, winked at you, played some music together, got to know one another. You came to my house, played a bit of guitar. That's weird, isn't it? It's a long time ago. Yeah. Ended up doing a podcast together after that. I know. Did a band. For a little, little while. What else did we do together? Oh, mem- made memories. Yeah. We went to Clarendon Hotel by that time. Clarendon Hotel. Oh, yeah. I held your hand because you were scared about going on a flight to Sydney. Yeah, that's happened. Probably, a lot, lot of things. twice. Lots twice. Of, been to lots of shows, bands. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's no. a friendship in 30 seconds. It sounds pretty underwhelming when you just break it down like that. Yeah. Fishing. Just I, lots of just being in the same place. Do you know what the problem is? Most of the great memories Living are, together. Uh, yeah, well, that was the biggest one that we didn't do. No, it's funny, though, because you think about all the best memories. That's when you're fucked up and drunk and funny things happen, but you can't rem- remember most of them. It's like a relationship without having sex. Remember that time we slept in the same bed and Rachel got jealous? Oh, as gay as that sounds, and it's okay to be gay. I just fell asleep. You fell asleep on my bed. Were we watching a movie? or watching, No, or? you were playing that dumb game. What game? You know that, I don't know. It was some fucking dumb game on your PlayStation. You're like, this is cool. I'm building community or something. I can't remember. It was just, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know of a dumb game. Lots of games are dumb. Yeah. PB, PBUG, babe. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is it? PBUG? PUBG. PUBG. Yeah. Dumb game. Yeah, it's probably dumb. Don't play that together. No, you can't. <laughs> you get. But I would fall, I'm not good at first person shooters. No, you get anxious get and anxious. Wanna, you start sweating like it's real life. I read. Well, you know this story. Listeners don't know this story. This isn't a gaming podcast. This is the Chats with Cats podcast <laughs> with Rick Dan and Mark, and Mark isn't here. I really. I just thought to myself, you know what? If I get one of these games and I try and play it from the start, maybe I'll get good at it. Mm. Get used to the mechanics a bit more. Get used to, you know. If someone's them. shooting me from the left, I'll know for some reason. I don't know. Whatever. So I bought a game, Jim Clancy's Ghost Recall or something, I think it was called. How long ago? Oh, a while ago. Okay. When I was still living at Happy Valley. Okay. And I started playing it and I was actually quite enjoying it. I was getting through a little bit. But then when I got to, you know, the moderate hard stuff, like level two, <laughs> um, now I was like, you'd spend all this time and you're like trying to evade the people that are trying to kill you and then you die and it's like I've now got to go and kill 60 guys again but while sneaking around this little thing and it's they all, taxing it's isn't it just like what how much time do I need to commit to this thing yeah and I couldn't figure out how to upgrade weapons and all that shit mm. it's just like fuck off do you know what give me a game that I can just press the button and I can play like soccer mm. FIFA and I'll I'll be happy yeah content it, I, I swear to god like you go back to Sega Atari we had two, three buttons and one joystick. It was up, down, left, right, and then jump or punch. That, that that's what we had. You try and bring people that are in that like their thirties or forties now a new game, like on a PlayStation. You've got R two, R one, L one, L two. You've got the D pad plus two more joysticks. You can press the joysticks in. Then you've got all the other buttons. Yeah. Then if you press two at the same time, something else happens. And and they're touch sensitive. Like yeah. X used to just be you press X and it's X. Mm. Now depending on how hard you press it. Depends on how hard it does things. Yeah, it's fucked. Like I, I've I've got a fair bit of downtime, and sometimes I'll go like, oh, I'm pretty bored. Maybe I'll go buy a new game. And I'm, let's say, on the those sort of first person shooters, years ahead of you. But I still, in a new game, go, oh, it's like reading a math book. Like <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, it is so taxing to learn. What, like you said, all the upgrades, what this does, what does this weapon do? Oh. And, like, when you go into fantasy games, like, learning all these fuck, oh, go fuck off. It's so, I can't believe k- 
kids like seven or eight master this shit. It's crazy. Well, I've seen you play that game. Mm. And so the pre- premise of this game is you get dropped on a map and you have to fight until you're dead. Or yeah. you, you might so be the last person. The map closes in onto a point. It's like the Fortnite game mm. and a whatever. I have seen Rachel's nephew playing um, Call of Duty, I think it is. And he makes you look like a 90-year-old woman who's just had her last dose of morphine before she's about to die. Yeah, probably. Mate, running, jumping, shooting in midair, like left, right, there's this guy over there, bang, dead, bang. Mm. Like constantly going. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, you can adjust like how quickly you can look around on the screen. And it's some of these players, these kids, have it so sensitive that literally if your cat farted on the other side of the room, you'd spin around in the game. Like it would hit the joystick and... Fuck you up. I don't have... Could you imagine... All right, so that's gaming. Could you imagine if they made it that complex running? Doing... Or walking. That you had to (laughs) engage a million different things all at the same time just to walk around. No one would do it. Nah, too hard. Way too hard. Are you talking in real life or in a game? Real life. Imagine if going for a run, I had to do like pressing all these buttons. I don't know. It just, it just doesn't make sense to me. That could be the it's metaverse, so, mate. It's so hard to do all that shit, but people get get off on it. Just go for a run. It's easy, and do you know, feel good at the do end. Do you know what it. I think it is now? Like these games are getting harder, but people are getting paid so much fucking money to be the best at it. So, like, there's some parents now. Oh, like the winner of, um, I think PUBG had a comp once, or still do, or all the time. And oh, others. is this like you telling your friend that you won the bloody FIFA tournament? No, this is no lie. Um, but yeah, it's like ten million dollars for Fortnite, five million dollars for this, two million for for first place in tournaments. And some parents have actually said, "All right, don't worry about going to high school anymore. Focus on this. If you're going to set your life up and then you can study later, stay at home and do this." I've seen it on a current affair. I've seen it on other right. things that are on my TV. So then, little Jimmy puts in twenty hours a day into this. Yep, he's drinks Coke straight from the big bottles. Yep. Eats Doritos exclusively, gets a bit greasy fingered, gets upset, yells at his mum, bring me a wet wipe. Mum! Mm. Bring me a fucking wet wipe! My fingers are slippery. Mum brings him a wet wipe. And Is then- she like a, the trainer in the corner of the boxing ring? Like patting his head down with a towel? Yeah, probably. Mm. Popping his pimples because mm. he's got such bad skin. He's a recluse, never seen the light of day. Four hours of sleep. He's he doesn't not, need not to. In really 10 years' asleep. time when he's got $17 million from coming first, he can no go No friends outside. and he's fat. He's got diabetes and he's going to hey, die. he's got all years. these friends online. doesn't matter. It's so bad. It's the way the world is. Well, the way the world is, let me tell you. I was driving around the other day. I don't know if you're going to like this as much as I do, but fuck, it blew me away. You remember when Bluetooth first became a thing? And what the, sort of Bluetooth? Like. Just in general? I'm going to keep my phone in my pocket. And I'm going to put an earpiece in, and, oh yeah, and yeah. take my phone calls. Yeah. And the blokes would be walking around like they were king shit because they bought a fifty dollar fucking blue mm. ant earpiece. Yeah. Press the earpiece and they answer their phone, and they want and everyone little, to know their conversation. And the little thing, and they're like, "Hey, yeah, yeah, buy twenty shares and uh, sell some stocks, and uh, you know, mm. gotta get around to the, uh, gotta buy a new property." And yeah. fuck off, mate, you're a loser. Yeah, I saw someone driving around with the Bluetooth earpiece in the other day. Wow, not. Um, what sort of car? Not air, air, air Buds Pros or whatever you call it, AirPods Pros. Mm. Not the new things that people are wearing because there's a fair bit of that going like on. Like an actual old blue ant old wrap around the ear. Wrap around the ear. Like, what are you doing with Maybe he life, lost his mate? AirPods. No. <laughs> and the reason I say that is I see him around my area quite often. But I just reminded me the other day, I was like, oh, that guy with the fucking Bluetooth ear speaker. Oh, so it's, it annoys you so much that you've remembered him now yes. because of the thing. He drives a big black Toyota Tundra Ute and that's one of the reasons why I'd know because you can't buy those. So he's obviously imported this stupid car that doesn't have Bluetooth or if it does, he's thinking, I'm always on the go so I need to be able to transfer my <laughs> yeah. calls from in the car to outside the, the vehicle and blah, blah. It's like, fuck off, you're a loser. Yeah. You're such a loser. So such. there's no invite for him coming over for a Sunday afternoon, few drinks? Um, definitely not. <laughs> I just had to consult the uh, the scoreboard, and uh, no, he's, okay, he's out. Fair enough. Um, you wanted to tell me about something that Siri did the other night. Alison and I were doing some washing. Had just um, 
done the king size bed, so had that big problem. Fucking exhausted putting the sheets back on. We did the same thing yep. the other day. All right. Hallelujah. Anyway, so as they came out the dryer, she'd gone to bed. I'd pretty much tucked her in, said good night, and I went out to the lounge room. And I, <laughs> like, like a kid. she's six years old. Yeah. Anyway, I get this message from her saying, "Help!" And I was like, "What?" Anyway, I come running down the hallway, come to the door. I was like, "What's wrong?" She's like, "Um," she goes, "Can you?" put my washing in the dryer and then come back. I've done something. I was like, what? So anyway, I went and put her washing in the dryer, came back, and I said, what's wrong? And she's like... Was she at the bed? No. Oh. So just so we can paint a picture, Alison works in a very professional environment, right? She had her phone down on the lowest volume possible, so pretty much nothing. And when you ask Siri for something, it usually pops up with a little Siri code and then it will say, "Um, what can I do for you? And you go, send Daniel a message. Put my clothes in the washing. Oh, put my, can you please put my clothes in the dryer? Right. And then it will repeat it back to you. And then you just go send. But if you've got your volume down, it won't say anything. And you've got to predict when to say send or whatever. Right. So she was laying in bed in the dark, had said this to Siri. Can you send it? She didn't send it to me. She sent this message to some random lady called Danielle, who she's trying to get. Like a, a big deal done with oh, at ten thirty no. at night, saying, "Can you please put my washing in the dryer?" And an officer come in and I said, "What's oh, like oh, can't you just say oh, sorry, please ignore that?" She goes, "No, it's like one of those people where I'm like, I don't, I haven't really spoken to them, and like we're in this awkward spot, and I'm waiting on them to message me about something else." So there was like, you know, like a, a deal's <laughs> about to go down. So it's sort of like, oh, I want to keep. Like treat a mean, keep them keen, then she'll want my services or whatever. And then this random message has been thrown in the middle. So now it's like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this was a few days ago? Uh, a week ago, yeah. Just, has she heard from the lady since? No. No reply, right? Ooh, and the business hasn't come to a conclusion either. As so I reckon the only saving grace with this, <clears throat> I'm not sure if this is only true and correct if you do it from Apple CarPlay. But if I was to send you a message through Siri from Apple CarPlay, it says sent with Siri. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm not sure if it does that if you're just sending it. Like It does, say, yeah. Hey, Siri, send Dan Wilson a message saying you're a jackass. Your message to Dan Wilson says you're a jackass. Send it. Lick the stamp and send it, you bitch. It's so good. No fingers. Send it. So if you turned your volume down, you would hear nothing, right? Done. So it's not like an alarm clock that will just be loud even when you've got it on silent. Yeah. Yeah, sent with Siri. Okay. Yeah. See, well, the lady knows that she's made a mistake at least. Yeah. Oh. But the problem is, Danielle, you know, throw something a little lighthearted out there, Danielle. Yeah, like why not make it funny? There's people out there that have received a, a message from someone, right, so not via Siri or anything, that have said like, oh. Was that meant for me? Yeah, and and they'll write back and be like, oh, I think you've got the wrong number. But there's people that play along and go, I think you've got the wrong number or, or play along and they've ended up dating. I've seen it before. Oh, really? Yeah, like um, uh, was it uni lad? Something like that on Facebook where, yeah, basically a, a wrong number text turned into them chatting. They were talking for two or three weeks, met up, ended up um, dating for a long time or, or still together. So you worried that Danielle's going to end up dating Alison? Well, I don't know. I don't really want to come and go doing my washing. <laughs> This random woman rocks up. She's like, uh, hi, I'm just here to put the washing on and put your clothes in the dryer. Oh, that reminds me. Today, I've got to tell everyone this. This is a fucking fantastic story. I screenshotted this. Let me read you the funniest fucking thing. Okay, so suspected burglar, burglar I can't say that word right now. Burglar. Burglar. Cuts victims' grass before stealing their lawnmower. You can't say any words. Vixams. Vixams. So in a bizarre twist of events, police say a man stole a lawnmower from a homeowner, but not before mowing the victim's grass with it. How amazing is that? That's so good. That's courteous, isn't it? It's like, look, I'm about to fuck you over, but before I do, I, like, let's just help you out. Maybe, maybe you want to Here's borrow- something you can't do for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Because I'll get you to a point where you don't need to worry about it for a while. Exactly. And then I'm going to take your fucking lawnmower. Because mm-hmm. I'm, no, I'm a good bad guy. <laughs> it says, 
here that um, police have security footage of a Texan man, Marcus Hubbard, strolling into a residential building, picking up the owner's lawnmower before proceeding to cut the grass with it. The man is seen walking with the lawnmower across the garden as he drags it away while police officers (laughs) arrive on the scene. Now, that's... I think about other situations like this. Like, imagine someone, I don't know, steals your PlayStation. You're playing, you, you just downloaded a brand new game. You're about to be all excited. It's like, don't worry about it. Leaves your note, goes, I just got you all the trophies on that game before I stole it. I just did your dishes nah, before nah, I took nah, your nah. TV. It's, it's, um, I came in and stole your Mixmaster, but I made you a cake first. Yeah. Come to steal your, um, hedge trimmer, but the hedges are immaculate. Yeah. You're not going to need to touch them for 12 months. Like, what else could – what would be also a convenient robber? I came in to steal your vacuum cleaner, but your floors are so fucking clean because I did them for yeah. you before I took it. Yes, that's it. Do all my dishes, do that. Oh, do you know what would be the best? If someone stole, like, let's say, your TV in your bedroom but washed and put on a king-size sheet for you. Oh, <laughs> it'd almost be worth it, wouldn't, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? I'd, I'd go buy a new TV not to do that. <laughs> Oh, fuck, that's funny. Oh, we did that, like I said, we did it, um, I think it was on Saturday night. Mm. Rachel put all the stuff on, washed, dried, yeah, all the shit, whatever. And my post, you remember I did a post? I know we've spoken about this. The best feeling ever, you get into a fresh set of sheets. And you squirm around. That feeling is gone for me. I really thought it would come back. But getting into a king-size mattress, bed, with fresh sheets, I don't feel anything. Do you think you need a smaller blanket? The, here's the thing. This blanket is fucking heavy. Yeah. It almost takes all of my strength to, you know, when you just want to drag it up a little bit over your yeah. shoulder, when your shoulder gets cold? There's too much resistance. It's like, oh, just trying to pull it over. It's like, fuck, I think, this is I think too much. If you had a warmer, smaller blanket that you could just flip around a little bit more, it'd give you that freedom and that squirminess again. Yeah, I reckon this thing weighs like 10 kilos. Mm. Oh, I was going to say something just before. Too much. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. I have a thing. When it goes to doing the – start that again. When we do our sheets, Alison has this thing now, and I've fucking caught on to it, little sneaky cunt, right? (laughs) What happens is we're like, oh, we, you know, do the stretches, get ready to change over the king-size pillow and everything, and we drag it all into the bedroom and we start. Do you know what she does? Poo. No, she doesn't poo. <laughs> she sits there and she pretends to be doing a pillow for the whole time so that I do three pillows, the sheet, and I, then I'm oh, the one. Not, not that, good enough. That's that, not cricket. Yeah, she, she pretends to be busy and she does such a good job of it that I, don't, I didn't notice it the first three times. Then I'd be the one and I'd get the fucking sheet in there and be flopping it around. Then I'd need her help. But that's all she has to do is one pillow and the finishing bit. She's very smart. She does like this decoy thing. I've caught onto it now, and so now I, I'm going to change things up. Puts on a little bit of sexy lingerie, stands in the corner doing one Yeah, yeah like, starts cleaning the TV going, I'm just going to clean the TV there. while you do this. Yeah, no, nah, no good. Sensational. Hey, speaking of TVs, on the weekend um, we're having a little bit of quiet time sitting around with Moss, and he goes, oh, I'd like to watch Google Power Rangers. I was like, oh, yeah, sure. That's still on TV. Mate. It will blow you away. There's that many versions of Power Rangers. Oh, so it's not the old people in the suits, is it? That you can watch that on Netflix or one of the streaming services. That actual first ever season is on there. Really? Yep. Wow. Then there's like different iteration after different iteration. And then this one that we started watching was kind of fairly new. And I thought, you know what? It's a new fucking series. It's been made semi-recently. It might have been five years ago or something. Yeah. Mate, I'm looking at good new graphics. I'm looking at, you know, cool new suits and all this sort of stuff. I was like, I'm, I'm down for this. Oh, Re- so you got semi-excited for fucking Power Rangers. Mate, relive a bit of my childhood. I was like... like I, I never watched it. I thought it was shit even when I was ah, a kid. I used to love it. Um, that explains Shout out to Jason, Red Power Ranger. Jason. Shout out to Zach, Black you Power can't, Ranger. You can't be a Shout cool... out to Tommy, Blue Power Ranger. Tommy and Jason, nah. No, Tina, was there a Tina in there? I feel like there was. Pink, maybe. Anyway, um, we start watching this and it's like episode one, they're going from scratch, right? None of these people have 
No, the, sorry. Two of them have met each other before. One of them is brand new to the town who's going to be the leader of the whole group. And what it goes to is like a really brief snippet of where these people are all at in their lives, these t- teenagers. And then it cuts to this like basically like five pixels on a wall, which is like this Zorb god thing who calls up um, this other little robot and says, bring me five teenagers who have got strong spirit and all this and stuff because this alien life force are trying to take over Earth. Pretty much, pretty much verbatim what this show is like. Okay. And then the robot goes, oh, how will I ever assemble such a team? And then all of a sudden they all transport to this little lair and he's like, over history, there have been many different Power Rangers. Um, like, <laughs> Mate, you fucking spent a whole Seriously? weekend on this, didn't you? No, this is one episode. This is within five minutes. Oh, fuck. Oh, there's hell. been many Power Rangers protect the Earth and you are going to have to do it because this blah, blah, blah. And then without any training or anything, <laughs> he's like, you're going to morph with this and you're going to do this and then he sends them back out. And all of a sudden, this guy's like, I don't know any of these people, so how am I going to lead? And he goes, I can see it in your spirit. You're going to lead this team. So they go out there and there's, you know, um, or you didn't used to watch it, but there used to be these like grey monsters that were like, they were the pre-enemy, like the level one enemy, and then you had to fight the big enemy. Yeah, right. So there's a new version of it anyway, and I think they're called like Goombos or something like that. He's like, oh, we're going to fight these things, and they're doing it all without changing into their suits. And then at one point, the leader's like, all right, we need to morph. <laughs> now, morphing, he gets this fucking contraption out, puts it around onto his wrist, and he's like, it's time to morph. And it takes like 45 seconds. It's this whole fucking performative thing where they click this thing and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, whoop, and they're in a suit. Okay, great. How the hell do they know how to use it? Yeah, good point. Then the next part is he's like, all right, we need to power up with these cards. And they've got like cards. So this whole thing is they stop fighting for like a minute (laughs) each time to engage these cards and all this sort of stuff. It's just dumb. It's the fucking dumbest thing that I've ever watched. Can you just wait there for a second before you punch me so I can put on my wristwatch? Hey, uh, bloke who's trying to kill me with a huge blade, stop for a second. I'm just going to engage this card that I've got into my special little card clicker. So it gives me a major advantage in the fight against you. Yeah. So just <laughs> hold on a second. Just hold on a second. No, no, no don't, don't stab me. I just need to click this in and we'll be good to go. But not only that, the graphics were terrible. <laughs> Mate, the storyline's <laughs> fucking shit the out. The storylines are fucked. But you can get away with it if like, there were some good action scenes. You can tell when they're doing these fights that the foot passes like from... <laughs> If I'm kicking you from here like this and then you just jump so five like metres out that way. 13 metres away from Oh, me. my God. It I was going to ask you, has the fighting improved? most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I remember watching that very first one come out and there were like, you know, wayward punches and it just looked fucked. Like even back then I knew that the fight scenes were shit. Yeah. But obviously they haven't improved. When they're engaging their robots, it's like – they click into their little Zorb Master fucking whatever, 5,000s, and it's like, power of the shark, the blue Power Ranger, such and such. And it's like this shark-like head goes over his helmet, and it's so is fucking... It, is it like, let's t- talk about budget here. Is it like $1,000 an episode? <laughs> oh, <laughs> mate, send a kid at TAFE a project to Actually, is it, I want to look it up. What's it called? Oh, yeah, no. fucking Power Rangers. Is it on Netflix? Mighty Morphing Power Rangers, I reckon it is. Yeah, it's on one of those shows. Anyway, it is absolutely disgraceful. I reckon you could have paid the actors maybe 20 bucks each an episode <laughs> and the graphics literally you could do on MS Paint. Oh, yuck. Have you got it? The Power Rangers Mighty Morphing budget is $15 million US. <laughs> what, per season? I just says $15 million, Han. If they've got 15 seasons, maybe. Oh, wow. This is 1995. Nah, that's got to be the oldest, oldest one. Okay, you reckon? Most, most recent one is like literally, I don't know, maybe 2015. I'm going to say 2021. It's still showing up fucking 15 million. Oh, oh. Any, either way, it's, it's, whoa. They're, they're not getting much for their 15 million anyway. Yeah, Let fuck. me tell you. Let me tell you. Um, something else that I've experienced over the last week, 
the best of online shopping, which I had today, and the worst of online shopping. You always seem to have a great experience followed by a terrible one. Apple Store followed by something good and then you had that fucking terrible shipping time or whatever. Well, Tell Am- me. Amazon. Okay? Yeah. You th- if you think about Jeff Bezos, fucking Amazon, biggest company, whatever. I don't know much about it, but... Um, so Moss's birthday coming up. Actually, this episode will come out on Moss's birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Um, he's got this little smartwatch thing that he likes that his cousins have got. And we've been what is it, like a Tommy Gotchi or something? It's called a Toby smartwatch. It's like a little thing. You can what? Take, you can take photos on it. It reacts to things that you say. And well. Sounds like an Apple Watch, but for kids. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Okay. So he's got this thing. And he's wanted it for ages. We keep asking, what do you want for your birthday? Oh, like a Toby smartwatch, thanks. It's the only thing he wants. And you can't fucking buy him in shops anymore. So there was Why? A, what? I don't know. They're sold out, Dan. Oh. I don't know. Rachel was saying leading up to his birthday, and I only thought to look a couple of weeks ago, I was like, oh, should just get this thing because I don't want to get to the like a week before his birthday, which is now, and go, shit. Yeah. Now we need to go and get this present and it's nowhere. So I've been looking online and it's you cannot buy them anywhere apart from it's on Amazon. So I said to her, look, I'm just going to buy it. It says um, the latest it will come is the 12th of May. And it says it's in stock and all this sort of stuff. So I've ordered this thing. And then I get an email confirmation saying, when this item is back in stock, we'll advise you of oh, shipping. Oh, that's infuriating. And I'm like, bullshit. Like it's still, it says it's in stock. And then I thought maybe that's like a glitch in the system or something. Anyway, so a few days go by. And then I have another look. I'm like, nothing is happening with this. So I go into the Amazon help chat because there's no one you can ring. Mm. Hey, just want to check process, um, the progress of this order. And they're like, oh, it's not in stock. Like you get notified when it's in stock. Oh, like, hang on a second. I ordered this on the 28th of April. Said it was going to be here by the 12th of May. And I went back onto the seller's website and it still says it's available in stock, ready for delivery. And then the people that like, there's so many conflicting things. This same help consultant is like, oh, um, you're buying this from Amazon UK. So we're just an agent. So we don't have any of the information. Yeah, we different can't department. Track it, we can't I'm like, fuck, terrible experience. And I said, well, what can I do? I need this. It's a gift. And he goes, well, you can cancel the order if you like. Like, how's that going to help me? <laughs> oh, sorry, Moss. Uh, I did order your present for you, but um, if people at Amazon said, actually, you'd probably just better to cancel it. You understand, don't you? Being four years old and, you know, rational thinking and all that sort of <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Absolutely fucking not. So I'm snookered. Like, I've got – I can't do anything, really. We go get him another gift. Well, yeah, but it's not going to be the fucking thing that he wants. Well, we'll go get him a fucking Tony smartwatch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel really bad. So anyway, my good experience was today. Um, we're thinking, oh, what else can we get? And then mum wanted to contribute to a present as well. And just on the weekend, he suddenly, like, we've been trying to encourage Moss to ride bikes and balance bikes and all that sort of stuff for ages, and he's never been interested. But on the weekend, he started wanting to pedal this little trike thing that we've got, but it's too small for him. And I thought, you know what? Maybe we get him a bike. Four years old, probably the right time to start learning. He's shown a little bit of interest in it. Let's get him a bike. So I've had a look online. Fuck, man, you can spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars Fucking on, heaps on of bikes. Bikes are expensively expensive. Yeah. I mean, you want a good bike, don't get me wrong. But then there was one at 99 bikes and there was one in the whole state. And I'm thinking, I'm going to order this fucking thing. I'm going to get a phone call saying, oh, no, the computer system was wrong. Yeah. It's not in stock. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, 
soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters. Because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Oh, that one's got scratches all over it. Whatever. But anyway, I thought, you know what? Caution to the wind. One in stock. Let's see what happens. So I'll click on order. Within an hour, they say your bike is now built and ready for collection. I'm like, that's a bit too soon, actually. Like, I've got no spare time today <laughs> to go and pick this thing up. But just like chalk and cheese. Yeah. And I just thought to myself, why can't more companies be like this? If it fucking says that it's in stock. It's probably because that's their only sale they've had all week. So they're like, let's go above and beyond and get this fucking sorted. Shame. Amazon have had like 15,000 in the last 10 minutes since you ordered it. That's the thing. Shame, shame, mm. shame. Now, you've had a cold call scenario? Oh, yeah. So, I got out of a cold call the other day. Best, probably the best thing I've done in a while. So, I seem to be getting heaps of like electricity companies calling me. Do you get these a lot? Like, oh, who's your power supply with? They fucking- I don't know. It's, oh, sorry. You tell me your story. I've got some sort of a story. But. You tell me yours first because mine might work after. Well, I'm sick of getting phone calls. So... I just answer the call now and put the phone away. Yeah, so, yeah. And it happened on the way here, actually. So I had my um, work phone in the car playing a podcast mm. and I get this phone call from a bloody mobile number and I answered the phone and I thought, you know, I'll see if it's an actual person there because it's mm. been a lot of robo calls lately. So I answered it, put it on speaker and this it was like an electoral, electoral commission. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. we're just calling to uh, survey people from blah, 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 electorate and just wanted to know who's the eldest member that's going to be voting in your household. And I didn't answer. I just played the radio to it. Yeah. Or the podcast. And the guy was just like, kept trying to ask questions. I think he thought that the you podcast were... speaking was me. Yeah. And then anyway, he ended up hanging up. But I'll just answer it, put it away, and then they hang up within 30 seconds. See, this is a good, like, a, that's a good tactic. And I've used that before because if you, if you screen, um, what is it called when you screen a call? Screen a call, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. So like if someone's calling you and you just don't answer, it. I don't know whether on that system it says, oh, this person hasn't answered eight yeah, times. let's try them again. Yeah, let's just keep trying them, right? But if you answer and just go, you know, leave them listening to whatever you're doing in the background, they're going to go, oh, problem caller or just not getting anywhere. Do they ditch you off the list? Like what's the best way to do this? Anyway, I had this guy call me. I'd just gotten to work. G'day. Oh, um, how's your morning been? I said, oh, not too good. You know, like uh, the door in my hallway fell off and then I reversed backwards. I realised that, you know, my neighbour's cat had been hit by a fucking car and she was very upset. So I ended up sitting there with her for a while and then I just got to work and it looks like a few guys here are sick. So it's going to be a really busy day. But And I went on for like, I did ramble for about 30 seconds. You know what the guy did? He goes, oh, well, it looks like I've caught you at a bad time. I, I might call back. He got so uncomfortable that I'd had such a bad day that he didn't want to continue talking. Couldn't handle it. Yeah, couldn't handle it. So maybe when you get cold, you just when they ask you how your day is, just be completely honest and add heaps of mayo to it and see if they'll become a consultant for you and your feelings. I think that's great, mm. but I couldn't commit enough time to it. Like the amount I'm getting a lot lately. How many are you getting? Probably six a day. Oh, that's When my a phone's lot. ringing, it's like, oh, this... Someone from Nigeria is calling me. Someone from Melbourne's calling me. Someone from Sydney's calling me. There's five mobile numbers I don't know. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm getting maybe three a week. With it. Yeah, no, nah, I'm getting heaps. It's fucking annoying. It's way too many. Why don't you yeah answer it and say that you're someone else and that you've died? That works. We remember. did that one time here, mm-hmm. remember? And that guy was just like pushing. He's like, but there's an investment opportunity for you. Yeah, so. that was my story. Yeah, and get stuffed, mate. Mm, I don't think I've ever got a callback from that company after that happened. So good. <laughs> Um, I was talking about the rude lady at the shops the other day and then I, I went to the supermarket briefly today and something that gives me hectic anxiety is stacking certain things the wrong way with shopping. Now, well, like the employees? Yes. 
Oh, tell me what. However, this one was actually a customer. So this lady was doing a big shop, like must be a big weekly shop. Mm. And I reckon it's probably $400 shop, like a big shop. Did she have like the bread down the bottom? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Dan. So this woman, her trolley has like the square insulated reusable shopping bags. Yeah. But probably five of them already full in the in the trolley. The one that's on top has like chips, like crisps. Yeah. And then she just proceeds to put another one on top of it that's got like washing detergent and shit in it. Oh, so these have already been packed by the Yeah, the people oh, have okay. packed them. Okay. And then she's stacking her trolley. Oh okay. and I just I walked past at the moment she was putting this heavy bag down on top of her chips. Like a carton of Pepsi like, Max. Just crushing the chips and I was I felt sorry for the chips. Yeah. Somebody spare a thought for the fucking chips that are in that bag. Because you know what? She's going to open that bag for someone. They're all going to be crushed. Mm. Someone's going to be upset and they're going to blame the chips. It's not the chips' fault. Your owner is a fucking piece of shit that puts washing detergent down on top of a fragile object. And you said bread. There was bread in the same bag as the chips. So the bread's getting squashed Mm. within an inch of its fucking life. And the chips are getting ruined. Like, what is wrong with people? Is money not like that's money? Do you know what's basically fucking up your own money? Yeah, I'm totally with you on this, right? But it doesn't actually change the taste of any of it. Do you know what I mean? If the chips are like crushed, oh fuck off! You know when I'm with you. you, Did you ever do this as a kid with bread that you would you'd pull all the bits that weren't crushed together and then just smush them together so much that it was just like a little hard ball of dough? Yeah, that's exactly how that bread's going to be when she tries to make a sandwich. It's not going to be that bad. It's I reckon some of it will be that bad. So you're worried about the texture changing and then it subconsciously... You can't make a fucking sandwich with bread like that, Dan. You can't. You, can. you can't. Yeah, it's just flat bread. <laughs> You've got a square loaf of bread and it's like, I don't know, what's that, like a parallelogram? You don't have to cut into triangles. It's been squished that way. <laughs> I think if I, was, if I was at someone's house and they got a loaf of bread out that was fucked like that, and said, do you want a piece of toast or a sandwich? I'd, be, I'd walk out. I might make you a fucked up sandwich next Monday night. Don't. Just be. Don't do it. Be a rectangle sandwich. I, I'm so particular about bread. Do you know, this isn't a very interesting topic. We can cut this if it goes nowhere. Have you ever noticed with bread that the way they cut commercial bread, every second slice is slightly thicker? Yeah, do you know why they do that? Why? Is okay. this true? No, it's a lie, but I said it in oh. such a way that you thought I had a fact. That's just a question. I mean, an answer. No, I've it wasn't. Got, I've got no idea why they do it, but it frustrates me. So my my need and want for equilibrium, mm. you buy, this is commercial bread. Why the fuck is their machine set up so it cuts one bit a little bit thicker? Hey, another thing, if you're making a toasted cheese sandwich, that's going to fuck up the time for each side too. Exactly. Mm. Silly, silly, silly bread companies. Yeah. There must be a reason. Oh. Google it. I don't know. No, not doing it. You know, in the modern day, though, when we've got all of this, um, you know, let's stop using plastic, let's stop fucking using this and eco-warriors and all this stuff. I'm on board with it. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Cardboard bread tags. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. Are you serious? All like, like, well, maybe we buy Helga's bread. Helga's have gone from using the little plastic bread tags to cardboard bread tags. Let me tell you the usable life of a cardboard bread tag. Do they tags. just snap in half? The fucking first time you use it. Yeah. Take it off the bread and it's like, oh, okay, well, that's now got a bad fold in it and it won't hold the bread closed anymore. It's fucking stupid. Mm. And then it got me thinking, all right, so we're trying to reduce plastic. I get it. Completely understand where we're going here. What about the little – we were talking about sushi last episode. Mm. What about the little sushi squirters? Surely they could come up with something else for a sushi squirter that would reduce plastic more than bread tags because there are f- millions of those little fucking fishy Well, pouches. I reckon they're going next January too, all that sort of stuff. There's a, I've, I got a list the other day and it's going to be um, yeah, cups and plates and cutlery and takeaway was first. Yep. Then it's like plastic bags, things like that. like Plastic bags altogether? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there's like a big... Five-year plan, and every year they're cutting something out. Wow! Mm. But yeah, I, I agree with you. That's that's a pain in the ass. But I, I get my I get my bread from the bakery sometimes, and sometimes Drake's as well. But I don't have the bread tags. It just 
it's a bit of stickiness and the end of the fucking whatever it is that the bread's in is folded over with the sticker. So yeah, once yeah, you tear yeah. the sticker, then you're, you're fucked. fucked. Like you're just literally relying on the weight of the bread to keep it close. Fucked up. Oh, I hate it. Have we done anything on this podcast where we don't complain? Nah. nah it's every, the whole podcast is chats with complaints. <laughs> Welcome back to the Chats with Complaints podcast. Dan's not here and Mark is. Uh, Disney ride cheating. This is a story I saw, right? There was a woman who realised after going to Disneyland that her husband was in a relationship with their nanny. Now, I want to pull this to, to pieces a little bit. Okay. I'm so confused. For starters, well, you know when you go on a ride at Sea World, or Movie World, whatever. Yeah. There's a section where it takes your photo. Oh, like a big dip or something. <laughs> Did you say dick? <laughs> I sound like I did. I meant to say big dip. You know, like those things that you're in a cart and then you drop down a big mountain oh, and yeah, it tries to like, capture your face. Yeah. yeah. So you go on the big dick. <laughs> Let's just say that. Yeah. And you get to the point, it's like, yeah, it's trying to catch the emotion and, you know, you're scared or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then the thing goes, takes your photo and then you buy it at the end. Yeah, $55. World's most expensive photo. Yep. Apart from wedding photos. That's another story. So anyway, you go on the big dick. You get your photo taken. Yeah, you come on the big dick. Well, this is what the nanny was doing. She was coming on the big daddy's dick. Yeah, right. So they're on this ride and he, like, she's way too close. Like he's got her, his arm around her. She's got her head nuzzled in on his bosom. Nuzzled? You mean nestled? Nestled, nuzzled, you know, nuzzled. Yeah, okay. Is that a thing? No, nah, I think nestled's a word. All right, nestled. And then the story goes on that the lady at that point when they got the photos realised there was something going on between the husband and the nanny. Now, forget all of it. Why the fuck does a pet, a couple, Ring with the one n- child, have a nanny in the first place? This is a full time nanny. Well, maybe they got money and don't need to worry about things, mate. For one kid, I think the lady was asking for it. You're, oh. you're bringing a young, attractive woman into your house to do things that you are saying I don't want to do, and he's probably going. You know what? You're good with my kid. You do make good food. I like the way you clean. You're better than my wife. Oh, do you reckon? Do you reckon he's he's put them one up against the other? Well, it's not like it, yeah. But the thing is, you choose one over the other. Maybe he's not even wanting long term with the nanny. You don't know. Well, I what? think they're still together. What is that? The actual real truth? Yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Story quickly from front to end. Go to Dis- Disneyland, Dick Ride. Yep, you go on the dick. Get Why your is the nanny open. at Disneyland? Exactly. Why? Don't you go there for a family holiday? Yeah. So my my theory is that this woman had a kid. She wasn't really ready to be a parent. She's whinging, oh, Dan, I can't put up with little Bobby. He's crying, blah, blah, blah. Let's get a nanny. And he's going, for fuck's sake, like, you're the parent of my child. You do it. And then she's like, I can't, blah, 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 whinging. So he gets this nanny in. Strong, confident, young, virile. It's easy you making up a lot of things that you think possibly happened. Mate, it's called building a story. Yeah, I think you've made up a storyline. She comes in, it cooks, t- cooks the omelette just the way he likes it. Turns out this lady just owns a company. She's a CEO, doesn't have time for her child. No, she's not. She's not. She wanted to be an influencer mum. She's taking all the photos and then handing the kid back. And he goes, you know what? I don't respect that. Yeah, he right. doesn't respect it. And so he goes out. And starts fucking the nanny. You know, simple. I, I still don't know what part of that's real, what part of that's Rick's story, but that's fine. It's a, it's a great story. Don't bring your nanny to Disneyland on the dick ride. That's right. If okay. you get photographed on the dick with your nanny, then it's going to be bad. Okay. Um, something before we move on, right? Imagine if people were truthful in job ads. What do you mean? Okay. Job ads are such a dick riding fucking pile of shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, no, I think resumes are as well. Oh, the whole thing is. Yeah, the whole process is bullshit. It's a whole wank fest. But this is my point, right? You see a job ad. Due to an internal promotion, we have an exciting opportunity to join a fast-paced yeah, um, yeah, yeah. team for, for a motivated... Where you can excel your skills and build your... Oh, yeah, yeah. Mate, what they really mean is, this is the honest version. The last guy that worked here was caught doing <laughs> meth in the bathroom, so we had to fire him. Do you want to come and work here and just be slightly better than him so we can just do the bare minimum to get <laughs> yeah. by and make some money? We may Apply give you a promotion, below. but we won't. 
Yeah, it's so funny. Oh, fucking hell. The last guy left because the boss here is a cunt. <laughs> Do you want to come and work here and hopefully you get along with him a bit better? Yeah. Like, oh, come on. I love that. Yeah. It's, it's so an true. absolute joke. And then the, oh, the fucking resume. Oh, you know, it, there's like about 50 or 60 words in a resume that the person uses yes. maybe once a year. And that's if they're forced to. Like, But also the descriptive words, they're like, oh, okay, is every single person I'm going to um, interview here a self-motivated go-getter? Like, no, you're you know not. What I don't you underst- struggle to get to work on time, mate. Let's think of um, like a – I don't know if off the top of your head you could come up with like a really good first paragraph about someone in a job, like uh, on a resume, right? Like I, in the past I've excelled and – have achieved above excellence on my KPIs and I'm forthright in rah-rah. Okay, so you read that as an employee. You go, sounds impressive. All right, let's call up Jack. Right, Jack comes in for an interview. Jack's got someone to write it, put it through fucking Google Translate and five other things, add all these words in, and it's like, Jack, tell me something uh, something about yourself. Yeah, don't mind me cars. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes me and my mates go down the... The shed, play some pool, and um, this job would be good, eh? Do, like, we, do we have to work weekends or not? Because I like going fishing. It just blows my mind how people can bluff their way into a job and it's like, okay, so day one you're on the floor and people will look at this person and go, how the fuck did you get here? You know what? Because I fucking told a story that didn't end in the truth and I got here and people fell for it. It's a small lie that gets you in the door. Um the best one, I used to have to vet a lot of resumes and do interviews and stuff. Mm. And the one that used to just blow me away, we used to get lots of resumes and people's email addresses. So you include yeah. your email address on your resume. Now, my email address is my full name at hotmail.com. I got lucky that I was on Hotmail early and I've got that. Some people's email is like 420ripper at hotmail yeah. or at gmail.com. Yeah. You're like, and you want to work here? Yeah. Bong Slam 94. Yeah. Like sex kitten at finger me now <laughs> XX at gmail.com. It's ridiculous, like, isn't it? What, what are you doing? Have you been to career counseling? Yeah. Like, what Up, the fuck are they teaching you at school? Update that fucking yeah. email straight away. Hey, mum, can you spell check this resume for me? Uh, yep. No, we'll change the apostrophe there. And oh, yep. No, you got your email address right, love. Well done. Tick. Yeah. yeah. Pussy Don't magnet that, 53. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yep. Oh, you've got three S's in pussy. <laughs> Schlonglord. Oh, okay. Good, 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 good. Hey, uh, can't wait to get you on board, mate. Oh, fuck. You know, it'd be good. I'd, I should try and find an old resume of mine and just have a look at it. Oh, I reckon there'd be so much shit in there that's just not even true. <laughs> no? I've made a point never to lie on my resume. Ever used a fake that, reference? Um, oh, maybe stretching the truth a little bit. Like, Tom used to be my boss, our friend Tom in yeah. Sydney. Shout out, Tom. First shout out for a while, sorry, Tom. Yes. And I think I've still got him as a reference on my resume now and that's like two jobs ago, best mate. Have you seen Hamish and Andy cold calling people pretending to be randoms, right? I'm pretty sure you can find this on YouTube and it's fucking worth the watch. Basically. I've seen this. Yeah, Andy calls up a random guy and just says, Hey, mate, sorry, I'm in a panic. I'm about to go into a job interview. Yeah, I need you to be a reference. I need you to be a reference. I've just written down your number. You've answered. It's, it's obviously your number. Can you just pretend that I used to work for you? And the guy goes above and beyond. Yeah. And then yeah, Andy uh, Hamish is like grilling him with all these questions. Like, oh, so uh, I hear that Pete's uh, bilingual. H- how many languages does he speak? Oh, I think he speaks uh, four or five. Oh, he's only written the two down here. Like, And he just gets <laughs> caught a few times. It's so fucking good. But do you know what? References are such a joke. Yeah, I know. So let's say um, I want to get a job that's not where I'm working now. Yeah. What am I going to do? Hey, boss, do you want to be a reference for me for like leaving this place? Yeah. What's he going to say? No, get fucked. Well, the only I think honesty is the best policy here. Say, look, they don't know currently that I'm looking for other work because you know yeah. I don't want to upset the balance there in case things don't work out with you. So. If you give me the job, then I'm happy to give you references at a later date or you have to go way back to an earlier yeah, job. But exactly. sometimes those people have died, they've moved on, they've retired, like unreachable, moved to Jamaica, who knows? 
And I thought that no one checked references. When I was getting my current job, um, my, <laughs> I followed up in the in- interview process, you know, yeah, yeah, how's it going, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, really good, just checking references. And I was like, what? I didn't think anyone did that. Wow. Oh, well, actually, I think things have changed a little bit. I don't think you're allowed to do references anymore. I don't know. It's like cold calling, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. G'day, sir. Who doesn't know me? I'm such and such from this company. Yeah. You want to give the me thing your is, bank how details? do you even? How do you not know that it's? Oh, I suppose if if it was like a corporate company, you'd probably be able to match up the mobile number on like LinkedIn or something. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. Last one before we go to facts. I just wanted to share something. Now, when I used to play footy at Hatherley, there was this guy, and he's like he's like a monument of the football club. He's a, um, he's a handicapped guy named Phil Keatley, and we called him Cane Toad. That was his nickname. I don't know why. I don't know where it came from. But we also called him Flipper because he had a bit of a, f- a flipper. What's like that? A permanently hooked hand. Like, hand, right? Okay. Um, and he's one of these handicapped type people who looks a lot older than what they were. So I think we were in like junior cults, senior cults, and I thought this guy was like 60 years old. It was like 30-something. Oh, wow. Right? That's, that's a big difference. It's just part of it. But he was really active in the club and he was, like he's, he still is to this so day. So he was well-loved and well-known. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay. Well-respected. Um, and I think he lived like one door away from the club. Anyway, we were running around warming up one day and he decided he wanted to come and join in. And he's like roughing everyone up, trying to lay hip and shoulders on people, all this sort of stuff. And I went back um, from, I think I was running backwards for a mark and I took this mark and I didn't realise he was there, but I'd kind of taken a mark above my head and then spun my body and I'd chested him right (laughs) in the head and he dropped like a fucking sack of shit (laughs) and like face to the ground and didn't move. Oh, no. For a good, like, 20 seconds. All I can remember after that is I took the mark, kicked the goal. No, not, not really. And I ran straight back to the um, the change rooms because there were trainers in there. And I was like, I've just killed Cane Toad. I've just <laughs> killed Cane Toad. And I was fucking shooting myself. The poor cunt. He's just trying to have a bit so of So he didn't mark. move at all? No, like, literally. Concussed? I don't know. <laughs> I reckon he was knocked out. Just knocked out cold. <laughs> Have you ever had a situation where you've thought, fuck, I've just killed that poor person? Um, I've done a couple of, you know those moments at a park where you're kicking a footy or like you're throwing a basketball or whatever and you've got it so under control until you don't? Oh, yeah. I've done a couple of those where the ball has gone flying and literally the ball has hit a child and the head of the child has hit the floor before their feet. Like, oh, you yes. know those ones? <laughs> Kids <laughs> seem to flip to the – gravity doesn't like children. Well, children's heads are heavier than the rest of their body sometimes. Yeah. But when the ball has so much force and it hits their head, they f- it's fucking hilarious. Like it really is funny as fuck. Actually, that just reminded me when we were living at the rental place in Sea Kim Gardens or wherever it was, mm. there was a park <laughs> down the end of our street – and there was like play equipment, but then there was a basketball court. And I thought I was starting to get into basketball um, just because we had it nearby and it was COVID and all that sort of stuff. And I remember this one day I was thinking to myself, I'm, we're about to finish. Moss was running around on the court. I'm just going to drop kick this ball and see if I can get it into the ring. Just like a you know yeah. trick shot. So I've drop kicked it, it's hit the backboard <laughs> and then bounced back and caught him flush and exactly what you're just saying, his whole body <laughs> just transversed and he just fucking hit the deck. Oh, uh, my God. You never feel worse as a parent than when something like that yep. happens. Like the poor kid's just eating the most shit he'll ever eat in his whole life. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. It's just so funny. Like I don't know why. It's, it, like it's so bad until you know they're okay. Then when you look back, especially if you've got it on film, there's just I think the funniest thing about it is that the kids just have no idea what's coming. And then BAM Um there's good uh page to follow on Instagram. Kids getting hurt. Yeah, yeah kids getting so hurt. So fucking good. But then also on reels now, you know um the Smash Mouth song, All Star? It's like some Oh yeah. Buddy once yeah. told me it's yeah. fuck you get so many just like kids getting absolutely dominated. Yeah, it's very, very it's good. So funny. Oh, what we uh, should do. Let's do some facts. Hit me with your best fact. Fuck. 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 Fuck.
Oh, no Mark again. So you, actually you go first or do you want me to go first? You should. Okay. I'll very first me. Um, vampire, vo- sorry, vampire bats share blood with their friends. How's this? All right. So bats need, these bats need to eat blood every 48 hours to survive and the, butt, the bats will share blood um, after a meal with another bat friend that have fed them in the past. How is that? So if they go and have, I don't know, if they kill something or they've got enough, it's like, eh, last week you, you helped me out. I'm going to help you out this time. Oh, wow. How cool is that? That's animals, very friendly. Animals have heaps of good memories. Like I've been going around thinking that sheep are dumb as fuck. Like, well, not, I never think about vampire bats, but fucking there you go. What have you got here? Um, see if you like this one. If you don't, we can go to a different one. Okay. The loudest animal on earth. Give me an idea what you think. Pistol shrimp? Nope. I'll give you the decibels. This is a comparison, right? Is it for its size or in general? No, just the loudest that can emit the most sound. Now, this is – it's a bit tricky. An aeroplane taking off is 150 decibels. This animal is 230 decibels. Fuck. Is it a lion? No. One more guess? Yep. Okay. Just the whole above earth that you're thinking, try go under. A whale? Yeah. Blue whale? Sperm. Sperm whale. Yeah. A sperm whale is the loudest animal on earth at 230 decibels. That's fucking crazy. Do you remember when MX370 went down? Yeah. They have sonar things that can listen to whales and stuff like that. Okay. Um, They were listening for a crash in the ocean. I don't know how the fuck they do that, but apparently they can because it's a – something irregular that they're listening for. Yep. But apparently when they were listening to recordings at that time, they also heard something that they couldn't explain before the plane should have gone down. And it was like so fucking loud, it was even louder than what you were describing then. And it was like a mystery thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, should look into that. The ocean is a crazy fucking place, it's by the scary, way. It's scary, isn't it? It's a m- bit of a motherfucker. I was actually, I was watching um, some returning to the Titanic. It was like a doco, 2020 or 2021 and the guy's going down his little sub vessel by himself, and I was just oh, thinking, "Fuck that!" I thought, "Fuck!" It took fuck him three that. hours to get that far down. I think it was—I can't remember how many miles down it was. Like three miles down, three hours to submerge. And I'm thinking, like, if one thing goes wrong, like your cable gets cut to the oh. ship. It's so dark, you lose power. Have they got a cable? Yeah, it's a cable that go, goes all the way down. Oh, it's so, so it's disgusting. That is the most etch thing I could yeah. ever imagine. Fuck that. Do you know the other thing? I've had um, on YouTube, I I switch between on YouTube watching cooking shows, some sports stuff, and like YBS, like Young Bloods or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. And every now and then this thing pops up saying um, like deep sea sharks are the most fucked up looking animals. The Greenland and- shark? Oh, I don't know the name They're of it. They're 400 years old. But it's like, yeah. it. I don't know, it looks like some sort of weird cartoon. like. And it's blind? It's got like fucked up eyes? Yeah, weird yeah. eyes and these little pointy shaggy teeth and oh, just fucking strange. Yeah, fuck. Ugh. Yeah, deep sea. That's a place. I'd love to go down there in a safety vessel that's very safe. Yeah, if you can create me the safest thing that I'll never get any hey, danger. Before we go, how long until everyone's going to have independent submarines to just cruise around the ocean? Oh, that's such a good question. Mm. Like how cool would that be to be able to like, you know, it's a Sunday, nice sunny day. I just want to go 10Ks offshore and just explore the bottom with my partner in a little mini sub. Yeah. That's cool. That needs to happen soon. And you know what? We've put all this time, effort and energy into talking about hovercrafts, Mm. space travel, you know, all this sort of stuff. We don't even fucking know what's under the ocean. Yeah. Let's worry about stuff that's here first Very hard. before we want to go to Mars. Mm. We could create a whole world under there, Atlantis. We could. Solved it. Yeah. All right, guys. Good chat. I will see you there or I will see you on another time. That was very confusing. I don't know if you're going to come or not. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.